it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number if you'd like to contribute. We like to turn the program over to you and hear your input with the voicemails. 1036, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Was that not some of the most amazing radio ever that we just did? And it's for all the wrong stuff. Yeah. The quiet room, I had no idea. I mean, so if you just missed it, Kev will have it That's up gross. here in a little bit. The podcast of our interview with Catherine Michael and, and Terry Meyer, the attorneys for the special needs student in Brownsburg. And it's just simply unbelievable what that kid is going through. And the fact that that mother mm-hmm. moved to Brownsburg. Specifically she, for that school She district. bought the bullcrap narrative yeah. and was hoodwinked into, oh my gosh, this school system is so great. And she is the sole breadwinner in that house because of a spouse passing away. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are essentially offering no help to her other than step right up and subject yourself to the same environment where you know your kid was basically tortured. Yeah. Just, and, and it, it, it is just, it blows a hole in the narrative of we're here for the kids because there is no more, there is no more kid you should be here for than a kid going through what that kid pre being subjected to eating his own vomit like that's the most vulnerable amongst us and obviously a parent is that is a a parent of a child with that sort of special needs is the most vulnerable amongst us and they're getting according to these attorneys just nothing yeah it's heartbreaking to think that the mom specifically chose brownsburg schools yeah to create new fresh good memories after a loss and then that's what happens i mean there's what you should do legally and then there's what you should do morally and it seems to me that your your buddy jim snap he's not he's not doing it uh and yes uh we would absolutely welcome anyone from brownsburg schools who would like to uh come on and if there's another side to this if there's something boy those attorneys they were just way out of line and they are just just fabricating left and right Catherine michael and tammy meyer have impeccable reputations in the legal community uh even people who may not agree with them politically or otherwise uh but again if there's something we an attorney for the school uh i'm sure snap would never man up and come in here and answer the questions but he's welcome uh, attorney for the school is welcome anybody we'd love to hear your side of uh you know what's going on here yeah what happened there all right uh let's get to the voicemails 317-684-8444 is the phone number if you would like to be a part of the show a couple days ago we got a phone call from the very angry person who was livid of all things that we use the phrase burn to the ground mm-hmm. to describe cities 
across this country during the summer of love yeah. in 2020. Very weird of all the hills to die on that you would be irate that that is the phrase we use. Now, some cities, I guess we could say, were looted slash smashed slash burned to the ground. I could say, I guess we could say some cities were graffitied slash homicided slash burned to the ground. Mm. I mean, it was a plethora of destruction. We just made an egregious mistake here of simplifying by saying burned to the ground. And this guy was just beside himself. That's the phrase you used. And trying to say that essentially alluding to that didn't happen. Well, we had a lady who worked for the city of Indianapolis call us yesterday confirming, oh yeah, that's indeed what happened. Mm -hmm. And now we got a lady who listens to us all the way out in Portland because we specifically mentioned Portland as one of our our cities in question. And she also confirms, yeah, it was pretty much burned to the ground. Hi, Robin Casey. Some response to uh, the guy who called saying Indianapolis and other cities weren't harmed in 2020. I don't know about your particular city, but I can speak for Portland. We had a personal friend who owned a business downtown for three decades. The first night of the riot, he lost a half a million dollars in merchandise due to looting. I had friends working in police stations where the doors were actually chained shut by rioters, and they were trying to catch the buildings on fire. Our police were told to stand down while our mayor just watched the city get destroyed. Hmm. Today, Portland is slowly coming back, but now we have about 6,000 homeless and a drug issue. Why? Because small amounts of street drugs are legal in this state. Our city doesn't look the same as it did, and I don't know when it will. Just a few months ago, a friend of mine and her daughter had a gun pulled on her by some crazed person. So I'm not sure what your other caller was doing in 2020, but my husband and I were able to watch the riots live on the Internet and realizing just a few miles down the road, the city we once loved was under attack. Thank you once again for calling out the reality that others don't want to acknowledge. God bless you both. Okay, well, I'd say that pretty much speaks for itself. We've now heard from someone in uh, Indianapolis. We've now heard from someone in Portland. And by the way... Portland is where our old amigo, our old pal, our old buddy Malik Muhammad yeah. ended up. Yeah, remember you may remember. He crossed the country after he left here. Remember Malik Muhammad, Casey? He is the guy who uh, took it, led an angry mob to the governor's residence, threatened to storm it and seize it on live TV. Uh, later said, I went there, I'm paraphrasing here, but something like he expected to die or wasn't afraid to die. And then for those actions, he got a VIP meet and greet with Eric Holcomb. He was not arrested. He was not charged. He was not held. Holcomb gave him a meet and greet, a photo op and let him write part of the police reform bill and then that guy skadoodled on out to Portland where he was arrested and is now serving a prison sentence for attempting to kill cops. Yeah. Uh, in Portland they have Mayor Ted Wheeler. Oh. He was just reelected, by the way. So whatever he's doing they're going to, it's very similar to what's going on in Indianapolis. They're going to have to, you know, deal yep. with that. Alright, what's next, Kev? You're talking about the weather phone. That was originally AFNB and the American Fletcher National Bank, which became Chase, and it was AFNB that originally sponsored the weather phone that WIBC took over. 
But I'd let you know. Have a great day. <laughs> we got on this yesterday because it came to my attention that the weather phone at 317-222-2222 is still in existence, and there are still apparently people who call to get the weather. Yeah. Which it, blew my mind. Well, and, and also because we thought we could just replay the weather phone audio over and over and yeah. over again for three hours because, you know, just like Joe Biden talking about Hunter Biden, talking to Hunter Biden's business associate, all they did was talk about the weather. Yes. Uh, Hammer will join us here in a moment. Yesterday, we were talking with Hammer about the all-time great dance scenes in movie history. Mm-hmm. Two famous dances that were left off your list. Tom Cruise, dressed as a ball-headed guy at the end of Tropic Thunder, and <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite dancing in place of Pedro. This is Angelo, of course, conservative and caramel. Keep up the great work. Those are very strong. That is. Uh, very I, strong scenes. I believe I mentioned Napoleon I think you, I think Dynamite. May, I think you may have. But when he said Tom Cruise, I thought he was going to say Risky Business. Yeah, that, yeah. When he danced in his underwear to old time rock Absolutely. and roll. Absolutely. Uh, both strong possible mentions. Angelo is the guy, he's like, he will. Be, he's the guy who called and said he would be paying child support until he's 72 or right, 74 right, right, or something right. like that. Uh, all right. One final call before we get to Hammer. Yesterday, we did discuss, uh, much to my chagrin, although it will be to the betterment of the taxpayers, but to my chagrin for content for the show, uh, my underachieving do-nothing state senator John Crane mm. uh, announcing he's going to pack his bags and yeah. leave at the end of his term uh, next year despite accomplishing absolutely uh, nothing. We got a phone call about that. I'd like to direct my comment to future state senator Rob Kendall. <laughs> um, using the um, James Earl Jones reference from Field of Dreams, Really isn't a good one for you, Rob, because, um, yes, at the beginning of the movie, he was saying he wanted to be left alone and left out of it, as you were saying about running for politics. But by the end of the movie, you know, he went to the field and eventually something happened so bad that he just had to cross onto the field and go into the corn with the other players. So... Are we getting some code here, Rob? <laughs> Are you telling us that if it gets bad enough, you just might do it? Just pointing something out. Have a good one, buddy. So you're saying there's a chance. Uh, it was an overwhelming amount of people that were excited about that because we had Mike on yesterday, and Micah said, oh, Rob, you should totally run. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, the response has been overwhelming. If I did get in, I would no doubt win easily and win overwhelmingly. But I've already had a chance to run for that seat. And the only reason that goof screw up crane was in there to begin with is because I took a pass on it the first seven time. years ago. Yeah. Uh, look, if 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 the, if it reached a fever pitch, it might be something where there was a world where I would consider it. But I like being not miserable, Casey. Yeah. Never say never. Rob. I'm very valuable here. Never say and never. And it would it would actually you know the joy it would actually bring those people if I did that because I would have to leave here and while they would have to deal with me there, mm-hmm. the public shaming and embarrassment they get on these airwaves every day would not be near what it is if I were just in the state house and I can't make those people happy <laughs> and you don't want to work with them either you'd be leaving me and we're not going to have any of that